game is number one, desirable. I do what I want when I want and how I want it. Leave you with the one in the Bitches. This is the Mind Body Bitches podcast. Bitches, the podcast where we tackle everything from mental health to fitness, relationships, dramas, llamas, and everything in between. I am Carly. And I am Em. It's a <laughs> Bitches and Brews where we grab a brew and have a girl chat. Today we are talking all things body image, how we view ourselves, how we attach worth to appearance, and diving into what shaped these views growing up. We must put a trigger warning here, guys, mm. that we do mention eating disorders and weight in this chat. So if this is something that you are currently struggling with, you might consider giving this episode a miss for now. Yes. Grab yourself a brew, bitch. It's the Mind Body Bitches. Mind Body Bitches. Mind Body Bitches. I'm a superstar in the sky to leave you on. Haters gonna hate it's a proof of how they love. They can bring me down, nah, nah, nah. Hello. Hello. How you doing? I'm okay. I've recovered. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> the elephant in the room. We yeah. have to talk about it. Let's I had it. <laughs> coronavirus, everyone. I had the dreaded C19. Yeah, it's not How nice. It? It's not nice. Like obviously it affects everyone really differently. Yeah. And I was one of the lucky ones that, you know, I didn't have anything traumatic or crazy happen it's just like a really bad flu for me but it wasn't nice and I didn't think it was COVID at first because I didn't get all the typical first symptoms like you know the smell and taste thing and all that I got like a really bad headache which turned into body aches that lasted for like 36 hours it was gross gross. so I thought it was flu but then I got the cough and everything as well and I was like you know what I'm gonna go for a test after like a day or so but I'd been isolating anyway because I felt like shit um so when I got a test, it came back a couple of days later and it was like, you are positive. And I was like, Uh-oh. oh, shit. <laughs> it feels really weird when you've got it. Because, you know, like it's been so hyped up in the media and I'm just like, okay, I've, I've got coronavirus. I've got the dreaded virus. I didn't, no, one, no one close to me had had it. I was like the yeah. first one to get it. And I was just like, oh. Yeah, you're the first person I know to yeah. get it, like, close to me to get it. Although loads of people have been like, oh, I think I've had it. Yeah, like, no, mm. it's it's weird, but it's it's also quite normal. So I feel like if you're if you've got no underlying health conditions, you're quite healthy, you're quite young, and everything, it's probably just going to be like a bad flu here. So I wouldn't yeah. like stress too much. I feel like everyone's dead scared. Like I put it on my Instagram that I had it, and I had so many questions, which I was more than happy to answer. Um, but so many people were just being like, is it, you know, how, what is it like? And I was just like, it's just like the flu. Like, yeah. you'll be fine. Just stay in. You'll be all right. <laughs> Watch some movies. Yeah. Just chill. You'll be all right. You'll get over it. But yeah. But you're back. I'm back. You're better. Back <laughs> from the dead. <laughs> good, good, good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm feeling a bit hormonal. Mm. I've come on my period. My period's pr- uh, post-baba. Fun times are very sporadic so i'm off for like two months on for one off for three on for one so oh, can't deal with not that. had one for ages and i've got one and i'm feeling a bit hormonal very bloated just Fun a times. bit shit mm-hmm. but it's fine mm-hmm. you're looking yeah. after yourself sort of i mean it's hard to have like an hour to yourself when you've got a toddler running around True. but bath and chocolate always the way always yeah. the way but yeah, I just feel like I don't want to do much. I actually put a poll also up on my Instagram the other day asking people if they prefer to rest or move when they are on their period. And most people said rest. Yeah, I and said I was rest. Like, yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm glad on that. Because I know some people are like, oh, if you move, you feel better. And I'm like, I just want to be lazy. I feel like I don't want to get out. I want to just stay in bed. Yeah. And not do anything. But See, then I'm I do a bit feel a bit, ugh. Yeah, I'm yeah. a bit of both though, because like sometimes I'll go and move when I'm on my period. I'm like, oh, the, the cramps have gone away now and I feel a lot better, mm. more energized, whatever. But then sometimes I'll go to the gym or whatever when I'm on and they'll start, like the cramps will begin yeah. when I'm mid-workout and I'm like, oh my God, like this is horrific and now all I want to do is stop. Like, so I'm a bit of both, but I do, I definitely like, if I have the time it, when I'm on, I definitely rest. Blankets, hot water bottle, yeah. on the sofa watching movies. That is like my go-to. <laughs> and I think, and it, I think it comes down to as well for me that, which is something that we talk about loads, something we're going to talk about today, is that it's why I want to move. Like, do I want to go and like go to the gym because I'm feeling like, oh, I'm feeling bloated because I'm on a period. Oh my God, my body looks different. Quick, get in the gym. Or is it, oh, actually getting out 
outside in fresh air mm. is going to make me feel better. Yeah. So I think that's a big difference of like actually movement for me on my period is walking or like a gentle exercise yeah. rather than like oh I need to go and like lift heavy weights like don't they say like in yoga like I'm not the biggest yogi mm. in the world you'll know more of this that you shouldn't practice when you're on your period yeah so there's loads of different sort of ideas around this but in ashtanga which was like meant to be one of like the first yoga series ever they would say that you shouldn't practice on the day one of your period I okay think. and I think because yogis are meant to meant to in inverted commas um, <laughs> sync up with the moon because we're all so spiritual oh yeah I did that for a um, bit yeah so because of that I can't remember which way around this is I'm such a terrible yogi but whichever way around it is that day one whether that's full moon or new moon whichever one it is the Ashtanga yoga studios used to close on that day. Yeah. So people couldn't go in because it was meant to be like the day that all the women were on their periods and you shouldn't be practicing. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting. Very interesting. interesting. Imagine if that happened just in day-to-day life, if like everything closed for a week <laughs> because all the women just needed to go home and have a rest. Oh, it isn't, isn't, I think it's in Sweden or Switzerland or somewhere like that. It's actually legal that you can take a day off work on the first day of your period. Oh, bloody love it. And I'm like, that should be legal everywhere. Please. Like, mine is day two, to be honest. So I don't know if they let you fluctuate which one it is, like whatever's (laughs) your worst day. Because day one's not bad for me. It just kind of like, I'm like, oh, right. I'm coming on and then day two is hell. Oh, you see, I'm the other way around. It's like the coming on for me. Really? Yeah, the middle of the night before I'm about to come on, I w- always wake up like sweating with cramps. It's awful. Oh, no. Ooh. Like, so yeah, I used to be like that. I used to get pre cramps, but okay. now it's second day. It's like boom, hell. But it's kind of nice. You just to tell them that that was day one because how are they going to know? Yeah, exactly. They're they not going to know. But like, <laughs> I feel like the, the it's kind of nice the way it works out now because obviously I'll come on and I'll be like right that's a warning do you know what I mean like mm. tomorrow's gonna be awful so I'll yeah. make sure that I have my painkillers in yeah. and like my heat packs and things like that especially if I've got a busy day the next day and I'm like oh shit I need to be prepared so it's, it's quite good that it gives me that little pre-warning get that painkiller in you girl and um yeah well Let's talk about our subject today then. Mm-hmm. Body image. Body image. Body image. We've <laughs> all had issues. I'm yeah. sure we have. Whether you've had them for a long time, whether you've had them post-COVID lockdown situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something I think that's been in both of our lives for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. And has probably got a lot more press especially on social media since covid lockdown happened yeah a lot more sort of shouting about it and also i think just the way the world's going these days in the past year or two with more people coming forwards and being very like positive body image and Mm -hmm. like anti-diet more diverse sort of types of image coming out for sure i think social media has definitely helped that yeah i mean if you think back in the day when we were like younger and we didn't really have social media, but we had magazines. Yeah. And like growing up in the 90s as well, where like size zero was the tre- like oh was God, the yeah. thing to be. Yeah. Yeah, I think the world has changed a lot. I think it still has a lot, lot, lot to do and a long way to go. Yeah, definitely. I do think we, ha- we are definitely on the right path, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. Like body image is such a big one. I think it affects absolutely everybody whether you're male female non-binary whatever for sure like it affects everyone in all sorts of different ways and at different ages and stuff I feel like it's been especially hyped up and everything over lockdown and so many like when we went into lockdown it was like okay gyms are shut Mm -hmm. right none of us can work out and I remember seeing things on social media like just because you don't go to the gym for a few weeks doesn't mean you're suddenly going to lose all your progress, all your muscle, all this, that, and the other. Like, chill the fuck out. And I feel like people went one way or the other. Yeah, They sure. were either extremely bothered and they were like, oh my God, I need to buy all the dumbbells in at home and mm-hmm. I need to be working out every single day. I need to post it on social media so it's valid and people know about it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. other people went the other way of just being like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not bothered. Or I am bothered, but I don't have the motivation to do anything but there was such a big thing and I felt it as well there was such a big deal about like oh god I've not worked out yeah I should be working out or I shouldn't be working out I should let myself off and it was this massive conflict yeah you had to be one 
one camp or the other. Yeah. There was like no balance in between. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And I think I found it really, really odd that everyone was like, oh, I mean, this is a concept that baffles me anyway. Everyone was like, oh, well, summer body, like summer body's cancelled because yeah. like, we're not all going on holiday. So like, let's just all get fat. And then on the other hand, there were people that were like, oh God, I'm going to be so fat at the end of this. Like, There were so many memes going around, which I yeah. thought was so damaging where they were just kind of like, you know, saying girls coming out of lockdown, were going to like, you know, have thin lips, no asses. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You know, it was kind yeah. of that thing, like no down to your ears. No one could get to their Botox. No one yeah. could get to the salons and no one could get to the gym. So it was, and you know, it, it, like so many memes. I saw so many things. And, you know, when people were having like, you know, a big meal or something like that at night, or they were like, you know, having a movie night and they're having loads of sweets and stuff. They were just being like, oh yeah, lockdown weight and all that. And it was all everyone was yeah. talking about. And it was like, why is that the f- the biggest thing? That like what, about. why yeah. is that the biggest thing we're talking about right now? Like we should just be concentrating on surviving and living right now while mm-hmm. we're going through a fucking pandemic. But all anyone can think about is the way that they look and their weight. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. And I think- these memes are probably just done lightheartedly from people that probably don't have any real body image issues. But the yeah. problem is, is the more that it like is so present on our social media feeds and all that anyone's talking about, the people that do have the body image issues then, it like adds fuel to the fire and yeah, it it's just triggering. makes it worse and worse and worse. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that whole summer body concept I find really odd anyway, because yeah. I kind of think, that's really coming into like an aesthetic goal of mm-hmm. like I'm getting a summer body because people are going to see my body because it's going to be in a bikini yeah whereas it's like no just find like sustainable health throughout why should you be fit in the summer and not yeah. fit and healthy in the winter <laughs> exactly like, I know there's balance but there was yeah, this big thing mad, about like bikini being bikini body ready wasn't there yeah. and I remember there was this big ad ages ago that was on billboards and it was like for protein world or somewhere like that oh, like right. protein or something yeah. and it was um you know are you bikini body ready yet and it had this woman who was like probably a size eight or whatever and it was kind of like wait so are you saying that's the only bikini body and it's yeah. and it, it was it was a bit triggering it was a bit damaging are you bikini body ready and it was like put on a bikini and you're bikini body ready like you yeah. don't need to be yeah. a size eight or whatever size like you, you're just ready like and it is that thing and it, it has been dr- and I I was one of them because like I um I've been into fitness now for a good few years and everything like worked in the fitness industries and I used to work on the front desk for a fitness studio mm. and I used to be in charge of their social media like I had no social media experience or anything I was just literally like Give posting on their Instagram um and yeah there were little signs that I would even post and stuff being like you know I think I said are you bikini body ready yet and stuff and I didn't realize how bad that was because mm-hmm. that's all that had been drilled into me yeah and now I feel like I'm I'm growing a lot more within this subject and stuff that I don't think or talk like that anymore at all. But honestly, like it's it's just the way the world's gone, isn't it? Yeah, and I think we all make mistakes, don't we? And, we've, oh, yeah. and it's not even a really a mistake because you just it's the way that we've been. been I didn't know of, better. Yeah, exactly. I know better now. If you think about like we touched on before, like how we grew up with the magazines with the size zero, like. Mm-hmm. And that's why when it comes back to social media and everything that we see these days, because really social media now is our magazines, what yeah. used to be our magazines. That's where the, the kids are, down with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where they're getting their imagery from. And I, hand on heart, can say that those kind of images in magazines, on MTV, whatever it was that we were watching in our teens... That's 100% where most of my body image issues started Mm -hmm. because you see the celebrities, the people that are hailed as the like best people in society Mm -hmm. being a certain size. And even to this day, we talk about celebrities and especially female celebrities, but still men as well. Mm -hmm. We talk about their weight before we talk about any of their achievements or any of their talents. Like Adele and stuff. Right. Ridiculous. Yeah. Like, She's like one of the best recording artists in the world. Yeah. I'm the biggest Adele fan ever. Fucking love Adele. <laughs> how many blooming Grammys has she got? And yeah. all we talk about is how much weight she's lost. It's so infuriating. Yeah, it is. So but infuriating. I'm really glad though that she, when she 
won all of these things and had all these achievements and everything she was a bigger woman like sure. I'm really glad it was like that way that, around yeah. because it was like you know I'm a size whatever she is and whatever and I've managed to do all of this shit do you know what I mean and fucking own it and then obviously she lost all this weight and maybe she does feel a lot healthier and she's got more mm. of a routine everything which she, she has that's very very good if she lost it all in a negative way I'd be concerned um but all everyone fucking talked about was look at Adele look how much weight she's lost blah 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 and it was just like why is that such a big deal like why is yeah. that such a big deal and that's like a massive achievement it's like like because it comes back to the thing as well doesn't it like when people compliment people's weight loss oh, like just yeah. in day-to-day -day life like I had it so much like I've had it so much over the years and I feel like a lot of people will have done just come up to you and just be like oh you've lost weight why is that a good thing? Why, why, why is that? Yeah. That's, it's, it shouldn't be a compliment. And like, mm -hmm. you know, some people take it as a compliment. Some people really take it as a compliment. Yeah. They want to lose weight, everything like this. But to me, it's a backhanded compliment because when I hear that, I hear, so I had weight to lose. Yeah. Or was I big before? Did I need to lose weight? Was there mm -hmm. something wrong with me before? Like, am I better now? Because I, I look small. Like, like you know, you just like... It, yeah, it triggers me really badly when anyone comments on my way. And you also might be pointing out a stressful situation in someone's lives yeah. that they don't want to think about. Like, you have no idea why people have lost weight. They could have been going through a really serious heartbreak. They could have, mm -hmm. like, lost a family. You just have no idea. And yeah. by pointing out their weight loss, you're just pointing out to them that something's happened in their yeah. life. I just think it's ridiculous. Yeah. But, Going back to the magazines and pointing out women's weight, I do think it's difficult across the board, but I think it's even more difficult when you're in a business or in a situation where your body is your job, mm -hmm. which I think is where we have both come from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to talk about this because my eating disorder issues my body image issues a hundred percent started probably a little bit earlier just from like magazines and tv programs and wanting to look a certain way but genuine eating disorder actually starting to really diet and do awful things to my body started when I was at dance college yeah dance college was responsible for a lot of this shit yeah and, and I bad. think I don't know what it's like now been out of it for 10 years and I do hope that they have some sort of support in place now I think a lot of it's still the same which yeah, is sad. I don't think they do yeah <laughs> um but it's so difficult when you're in a situation especially dance college I'm sure there's other situations like this gymnastics anything like that when your body is your work mm. the deeper pressure there to look a certain way to be a certain size yeah is really really damaging really damaging and it's the things that are said to you mm -hmm. the, from adults honestly so like if you've never been to theater school or dance college or anything like that you might not know this and like if you have been to theater school and dance college you can relate to this but literally teachers will come up and pinch part of your bodies and tell you that you need to lose weight they'll make you weigh yourself week upon week they'll tell you to lose weight when you're a perfectly healthy weight mind you yeah um you you stare at yourself in the mirror all day every fucking day and you're literally picking out things you hate about yourself and that's because your teachers have done that to you and I'm not I'm, I am blaming the teachers, but I'm not blaming the teachers in the fact that that has been the way for generations. The way they're the, wired. Yeah, it's yeah. the way they're wired. Their teachers probably did that to them. So they think they're helping their students by doing things like that. And I'm like, it, this shit needs to change. This is dated. This is not all right. It was never all right in the first place. And it's definitely not all right now. Yeah. And it's it's horrible. It's horrible. Like if you've ever been to theatre school, like honestly, I don't regret going to theatre school. Like, you know, I did a year and then I dropped out. I should have done three. I did like a year and a term and I dropped out because it wasn't for me. But it is like, I lost a lot of confidence. I got mm -hmm. very insecure. Like, it's just, it's hard. It's yeah. fucking hard. The dance industry is tough. And it is difficult, isn't it? Because you don't want to call out these adults in a way, like you said, because it is just the way that the industry has been. And yeah. there's, it's not right. No. But... I will never forget some of the standout moments for me was aged 11 at dance school, which I will not name. Um, but 
being suggested to at age 11 by an adult teacher that if you eat too much you can always just make yourself be sick oh my god and looking back on that now how awful is that but at the time you just don't know that that's wrong yeah and because they're an older adult you think they're right yeah and again that teacher definitely had serious eating disorders but doesn't still doesn't make it right no you can't really 100% blame her because she's just also been part of that system yeah and then being weighed at dance auditions there's one dance college and I think they still do it that the first thing you do when you turn up for the audition is they take you into a room and weigh you at 16 that wasn't great don't do it you know it's just why the fuck like weight isn't even accurate like even if they're looking for a certain body type and everything like that the the amount someone weighs isn't no no isn't the way that they look yeah weight's not accurate i'm currently overweight on a bmi scale which is ridiculous you know and it's like i can now laugh at that because i'm more secure in my body and i'm like i'm fit i'm healthy i can run around you know i do fitness i eat what I want to eat yeah but somebody younger than me or somebody that doesn't have that kind of self-confidence could see that and be like oh my god yeah I don't weigh myself um haven't done in years really I think the Mm. only time I've weighed myself is when I've had to for like a fitness sort of thing or whatever or just to work out what my body weight is to know if I'm yeah. lifting my body yeah. weight in things and do you know what I mean but I I see it in kg I don't like to look at it in stone because for some reason that's what I've been brought up and what triggers me oh that's interesting yeah okay. well I think it was because I remember being like six stone I want to be a certain stone well yeah I well that. I don't want to talk too much about numbers but I remember being quite a lightweight when I was younger like mm. six stone and I never wanted to go over six stone that yeah. was my thing um and then as I got older and grew and I got boobs and things like that, they started going up. The number on the scale started going up. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, I'm like seven, eight. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I was like, yeah. huh. And then it was triggering me. So at one point I just was like, you know, what? I'm not going to weigh myself. Yeah. It doesn't matter, does it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? I was like, it really doesn't matter. So when I see my numbers now, I see them in like kilograms. Yeah, to be fair, I know what my weight is in kilograms, but I don't have any idea what that correlates to in stone. And maybe yeah. that's the same because I've all, when I was younger, it was always stones and pounds. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. So interesting. But the thing is, as well, is we talk about like this starting at dance college when you're much younger. And I think at any age, it's hard to deal with. Sorry. At any age, it's hard to deal with. But obviously, when you're younger and you're more impressionable. Yeah. But it doesn't stop in the dance industry, for sure, as you get older. I think you kind of learn to deal with it a little bit more. But I don't think you ever really know until you pull yourself out of it or until you realize that there's an issue and you do the work Mm -hmm. that it still goes on yeah I mean I can remember going on jobs with people in my 20s and sitting in changing rooms waiting to perform and the whole conversation was what they wanted to change about their bodies what work they were going to get done I mean no hate if people want to get work I'm really not against that but when it's coming from that place of like, oh, I need to keep up with everybody else because I need to get my jawline done or I need to get my nose done or my lips done because that's just the standard these days that people feel like they have to keep up. Yeah. So no one's like accepting themselves, I don't feel, for everything they are and embracing everything they are because it's so easy these days to change it. Yeah. If you're not happy with your jaw change it if you're not happy with your nose change it and it it's one of those things where it's kind of like yeah I do agree with if something makes you really unhappy yeah of course really unhappy and you've been unhappy for years and all that kind of stuff then if you really want to change it then change it but I also feel like it's better to do the work in terms of embracing everything you are instead of just changing it do you know I mean embrace you for everything you are every sort of inverted commas like imperfections or whatever you feel is different and isn't like who decided recently that big lips were the thing who decided that I used to get bullied for my lips because I have like quite plump lips people used to call me fish lips at school and now it's the trend and I'm like oh I'm in the trend and two years down the line I'm not going to be in the trend little bums used to be a thing and now it's big but honestly body image works in fucking trends and it's like who decides this shit who actually decides this shit no idea it's not the one and I just think going back to the dance 
dance industry, which obviously we talk about a lot because we've both been in it. It's just sad that it's not, again, it's not done like we were talking about with the celebrities and stuff. Obviously, there is a slight difference because it is done on talent. But you start to look past people's talent and look at more of what they look like. Yeah, why are we doing that? I mean, it's it's even worse in the ballet industry that it's become more about looking a certain way than actually how you perform. And yeah. I think it's going back the other way a little bit. But it is sad. It's sad that in the whole dance industry as a whole, no matter how talented you are, if you don't fit a certain mould, you're not going to get certain roles. You're not yeah. going to progress as far as somebody that might be a, t- a tiny size. Yeah. Even if you have the same amount of talent. Literally. And I feel like I've done a really big circle within the dance industry and body image and things like that because I think where a lot of it started for me and I you do this in therapy like if you have any sort of body issues or anything like that like when I started going to therapy like if you've listened to our other episodes I started going because of my parents breaking up and stuff but then it starts to delve into sort of other issues you have as well and my whole thing is that I'm not good enough and a lot of that came down to my body Mm-hmm. and my therapist would say things to me like do you think that your body represents your worth and that if your body isn't you know on point well in your head what you think's on point that you're not worthy somehow or you're less than if you're not looking absolutely painting on like these yeah. days or whatever and I'm just like yeah like literally that's what that's what I thought that like my outside appearance appearance was more important that what was actually inside what I could do with that body and what I said and what I thought I thought that was more important which is fucked Mm -hmm. like and um he did do some work with me and again this is like not blaming family members or anything like that because it's a generational thing that's been passed down from years but my therapist did say when when was like the first time that you know your mum asked you if she looked fat in something Mm um I was like probably about eight and he was like, right, so not blaming your mum. Like, do you know what I mean? Because again, this has been passed down and other things have been exposed to, like magazines, like social media, like dance college has all added to it. He's like, but that's when you were probably first exposed yeah. to starting to look within yourself a little bit. Because if people around you are insecure and things like that and have these body issues, they are going to get passed down onto you. Yeah. Which is why I always try and think like, right, if I have kids, this will stop with me and my daughter, son, whatever, will never see me question my worth based on my body appearance. I never want them, even if I feel it, I don't want them to see it because I'm like, I don't want you to ever get that. But um, it was like, if, you know, going back to when you were first exposed to it, if you were about eight, five, whatever you were, it was like, you then have to untrain. Like think how many years you've trained yourself to think a certain way. You've now got to untrain it. And I was like, fuck, that's a lot of years of training myself (laughs) to think a certain way. And he was like, that's the thing, you can do the work and you can untrain it, but it's going to take a long time for you to start to think in a different way. And believe me, I have started to think in a different way and I'm still doing the work, but I feel so much healthier now. Like I got to a really big breakdown with my body image and it's like, it really hit, hit me hard. Like, so I went through dance college and everything and did all that kind of stuff started my own entertainment company which I absolutely love but even still being the boss of my own company Mm -hmm. sometimes I'd perform myself and I'd be questioning myself against my girls and things like that and being like oh she looks so much better than me and everything and I'd always push them forward more than myself and I was just questioning myself even more which is a lot why I've actually taken myself out of performing roles and I'm more managed but you know, half of it is because I love managing, but half of it as well is because I don't want to compare myself, which yeah. I know is fucked, but like, I, I just don't, I'd rather not do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember once being at like Park Life Festival and we were performing on stage and stuff. And oh, I was I was going through a really tough time with the way that I looked and stuff. And I'd, I'd sat through so many therapy sessions in absolute tears. And um I went into one of these like backstage tents and I saw one of my friends and she was like, um, she used to book me for shows and things like that as well. Like, and she was like, oh, Carly, you're uh, you're holding a lot more curve about you these days and it's really working for you. (sighs) Honestly, I 
broke. I don't cry in front of people, right? Mm -hmm. I don't like people to see me cry. And there was loads of people in this tent, right? And I absolutely broke. I couldn't stop. Like I couldn't stop the tears from coming out. There was no way I could hide it. And she was like, oh my God, no. I mean like in a great way. Like, I mean like it really suits you and everything. And I was like, I was like, (gasps) and I was literally like, so you mean I've put on weight and everything. She was like, yeah, but like, you know what I mean? And she was kind of backtracking loads and everything. And I was just like, I was like, don't worry. You don't know what's going on right now. Do you know what I mean? I was like, you're not, you've not, you've not done anything. I just, I'm not okay. Do you know what I mean? And I was literally like, and I, I was literally like backing away and backing away with all these tears in my eyes and it's it's this whole thing as also like when you're a performer like you can perform quite well in terms of your emotions as well so so when this happened I literally like wiped my tears off within two seconds I was in the other tent which is where my team was and I was like okay so we're ready to go on stage like literally (laughs) and it was like oh my god like I was so not okay and it was it it's one of those things is again someone commenting on your appearance which again she meant it in such a compliment and I don't hate her for you know saying those things and everything like I know she meant the best but someone commented on my appearance I was already going through a really tough time comparing myself and all this kind of absolute bullshit like I looked absolutely fine like I go back on those pictures and like you look absolutely fine Mm -hmm. like there's nothing wrong with you but you've just got it in your head so bad that weight gain is the worst thing in the world yeah um but after that sort of stuff I kind of admitted I had a bit of a problem and I don't want to call it body dysmorphia because I don't know if it was dysmorphia or not never got dis like you know diagnosed or anything like that but I literally hated my reflection I started like trying not to look at myself do you know what I mean and I was obsessed like I was obsessed with the way that I looked. It was everything I thought about. If I caught myself in the mirror, I'd wince. Like things, it was it was bad. I was mm-hmm. not okay. It was really bad. And I hate how much it consumed my mind. And I've really started to do the work. And I think a lot of that really, what really helped me, and obviously this isn't for everyone, this is quite a unique experience, is I started doing burlesque, mm-hmm. which sounds really weird to like show more of your body and get more of your body out and everything like that if you're already feeling self-conscious about it but I've always been a performer always wanted to perform and I always wanted to do burlesque I watched like women doing burlesque and I was like fuck me I want to be them like the confidence the sass the performance element it was just all beautiful and I was like I want to do this and women of all shapes and sizes as well which the burlesque industry is fucking brilliant for that that like there's so many different body types within burlesque it's insane um And I started doing it and performing solo. And honestly, I do my reveals and I'm literally stood there in pasties and a thong. The applause, (laughs) (laughs) like I would get and like the, the thrill it gave me. And I was like, oh my God, this amount of people are clapping and appreciating my act and my body right now. Yeah, And it gave me a whole new confidence and I'm so glad I started doing it because I don't think if I didn't I think if I didn't do that I wouldn't I wouldn't have found a whole new appreciation if you know I mean maybe Mm -hmm. I would have done but I think that really helped me along the way and I don't do as much burlesque anymore only because I manage so much now that like I don't really perform that much anymore but I love it and it was proper turning point for me I've gone on a real tangent there but I just wanted to like no it's so good yeah and I think it comes back to that thing of like you said that it's so many years unpicking yeah and this is what I I don't struggle with but when people slide into those dms and they say like how do you how do I heal my body image and how do I you know how do I do it they expect you to have one answer for it yeah they expect you to have one answer which I'm really sad that I don't have yeah I wish I did and also People are so used to having quick fixes for everything. We're sold the quick fix for everything. You know, especially with weight loss. Lose this in this days or whatever. Yeah. And it's really difficult to say to people that there isn't really an answer. That you, you know, we have been both unpicking this for quite a while. Yeah. And we're still not perfect. We still don't have those days where we feel a bit like, oh, we just know how to do the work. Yeah. And going to therapy for you has obviously really helped. Burlesque for you has really helped. You know, for me, yoga and fitness has really helped. I mean, we need to touch on it, the body image in the yoga and fitness industries. But, you know, everyone will find their different things. So there isn't really a one-size-fits-all approach for healing body image. No. I think 
like you said, finding something where you can start to appreciate your body, whether that is burlesque for you, if you're a performer and you do enjoy that kind of thing, yeah. whether that is finding your movement. For me, yoga was really healing. But also just knowing that it takes so much work and so much time. And I yeah. hope that doesn't put people off. It's embracing yourself also for like everything your body is right now. Exactly. Like yeah. not being like, oh, I'm going to be happy when I'm a certain size yeah. or like when this happens or after I've done this or anything. It's like embrace yourself for every little bit of yourself right now for what it is. And I know that's easier said than done. But I feel like now and it's I feel like I've gone so gone full gone full circle with all of this Mm -hmm. because thinking back to those days when I was looking in my reflection in shot windows and wincing and stuff like that now I can look in the mirror and even on those days where I feel a little bit bigger maybe I'm on my period maybe I have put on weight or whatever but I don't look at my body and go and wince ever Mm -hmm. I'm just like I feel a little bit bigger today and I'm just like that's all right yeah it's fine it's all right I find what I find really interesting and I can't remember where I first saw this but it really really changed my mindset and I only really I only really saw it within this year of someone saying when we're chasing a size we're so wrapped up in sizes in numbers whether that's a dress size whether that's the number on the scale Mm -hmm. whether that's whatever that is we're so wrapped up in numbers Mm. and I had a real epiphany when I saw this I think it was on Instagram and this girl basically said we're chasing these numbers But when you actually think about what you're chasing, Mm. you're not chasing a number. You're chasing the person that you think you're going to be when you fit that number. Yeah. You're not actually, you're not going to step on the scale a stone lighter or come one dress size down and suddenly be a different person. But in our minds, we're programmed to think that like, I'm going to be happier, more successful. I'm going to be a better person when I hit whatever it is. Yeah. And actually, you can be that person now in the body that you have yeah. right now. And that totally changed my mindset that I was like, why are we waiting for validation from being a smaller size? Or some people, a bigger size, because yeah. some people struggle to put on weight. Mm-hmm. Why are we chasing this person when you can just be that person right now? It's yeah. just it blew my mind. And I was like, that really, really helped me. It is just the way that we've been wired and it's, it is, it is, it's fucked. You're, you're just not going to be a, a different person and you're probably always going to want something more as well. Mm. Like once you hit that size, that's probably still not yeah, going to be good enough for you. Yeah, like yeah. you're constantly going to chase something. And also you might be like really unhappy. So like mm-hmm. I always kind of say as well, because I have like fairly like, I'm not a skinny body type. Like I'd say I'm, I don't even know what to say I am anymore because I feel like whatever I say I am, people get slightly offended, which yeah. I know sounds weird because yeah, I would ridiculous. say I'm like slim thick because yeah. I've got thighs and a bum and everything. I would say I'm slim thick, but then others would be like, you're not thick at all, you're skinny. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't I don't know what to say I am. I'm the same thing, because I'm like, I wouldn't say I'm like skinny, skinny, because yeah. I have friends who are like two sizes smaller than me. Yeah. So I'm not, but I think because we are, we fit within that category, it's really difficult. It's really hard to, to say what people. you think you yeah. are. I describe myself as slim thick, because like yeah. every part of, my body has a good few inches of flesh on it. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. One thing I find really interesting with my body is it's really fluctuated through the years. And again, I mean, it fluctuated within a very small, small amount because I'm small. Like you and I are also petite Five two. people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but I also find that that means that when I put on weight, it is a bit more obvious, mm. you know, because if you're taller, then- it Spreads it, out yeah, a bit, doesn't it? It's yeah. a bit different. But I found that, Yoga, I got into yoga, which I find really interesting. I got into yoga because I'd given up dance and I wanted something that would give me the dancer's body. Mm. So I got into yoga for an aesthetic reason Yeah, because I was like, oh, you know, it's strong, but it's lengthening and I'm going to get the same kind of body type. And actually exactly the same with bar. I got into bar yes. because I was like, oh, it's going to give me that lean, long dancer's body. Yeah. But the reason that I've stayed within those is actually that, they just make me feel good and my body they help my body image yeah because I think certain bar studios and and actually certain yoga studios maybe not so much but the practices itself make me feel strong yeah they make me feel fit happy healthy I enjoy doing them Mm -hmm. but 
it's just interesting for me that the whole reason I got into both of those things was a aesthetic goal. Yeah. And actually more so yoga has actually healed my body image quite a lot. Yeah. Because it's more about what my body can do mm. and being in the moment and just moving and breathing than the aesthetic. Yeah. I don't know how you, how do you find that with bar and then fitness? Cause you're kind of more in the fitness side of the fitness industry than yeah. I am. Well, I definitely got into, so my first fitness that I was into, into was bar. Yeah. And I definitely got into that for aesthetic reasons. Um, coming from, it was the closest thing to dance yeah. that I'd ever done. Yeah. Um, and I did do dance for the love of it. Obviously then it went a little bit like tainted when you get towards the body image stages. We've talked about that. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> then the closest thing to dancing was bar mm-hmm. and then the studio that I first started you know doing a lot of bar with and things like that they were very aesthetically set um a lot of the teaching talked about trimming your thighs down slimming down your waistline and things like that and I get why it was like that from a business point of view but as I've grown a bit and I hope they don't really I hope they still don't teach like that if I'm honest but like when I moved on from that studio I started to think actually those things that are being said in class and everything they're extremely damaging Mm -hmm. and I don't think you should ever be working out really like it's fine to have aesthetic goals but I don't think you should be being reminded when you're doing like a squat set or anything like that and when your legs are burning that that's trimming down your thighs like I don't think that's the reason we should be doing it not the prime reason anyway we should be doing it for the love of the movement and the way it makes us feel yeah so I was really glad I moved away from that um and then as well as like doing bar and teaching bar do a bit of yoga same with you I just like yoga for the way that it feels if mm-hmm. I'm honest but I have been swept up a little bit in yoga sometimes being like oh am I a good enough yogi because I can't do a scorpion or just, do you know what I mean yeah. things like that yeah um <clears throat> and I think certain classes can kind of bring that out in you a little bit which I think you have to set your ego down a little bit when you know some people are doing handstands and all this kind of shit next to you and you're like can't do that (laughs) there's a real disconnect in yoga I feel because there's some people that are still on that like power yoga handstands inversions doing scorpions and whatever yeah and again it's slightly different to body image isn't it because it's a bit of like why it's not necessarily an aesthetic but it's like oh I can't do that and it's Mm. suddenly making you feel like you're not good enough again yeah and then there's the other side, which that it's a really good thing mm. that yoga's now going, actually, no yoga is for everybody and we're taking it back. Yeah. And it's really coming back to the fundamentals and not not kind of glorifying hyperextension and glorifying all of this. However, then what happens is, which I really struggle with because, yeah, I, like, I will do a yin class, which is a very gentle yoga, but not gentle, a slow yoga class mm. where it's much more about stretching the body and functional movement. Mm -hmm. But then I also really enjoy a power yoga class and my body does do those things. I, you know, I can go on my forearms, probably not anymore. I've not done it for ages. (laughs) Headstands, arm balances. I really enjoy that. I find strength in it and I just find that challenging and that is my challenge. Yeah. But then there's a little bit of an argument going on now. And again, especially on social media, not to hate so much on Instagram, but where people are posting photos of slim white women and also white men, men get quite a lot of hate in the yoga industry, Mm. doing these tricks that they call them and being like, is this really yoga? And it's kind of like, well, yeah, it is. It's It's not the only version of yoga. Yoga is what you make of it. Exactly. Yoga is however you want yoga to be for you. And it's not the only version of yoga. And I think it's great that there's a pushback Mm. that we do also need to be showing the easier postures and the postures that are accessible for everyone yeah but somebody posted something the other day and then they actually shared their res- the responses that they got which was of some slim women doing these quite gymnasticky type yoga poses and said is this yoga to you and a lot of people said no mm. but also a lot of people said well yeah and actually we shouldn't be hating on them because if this was bigger women mm. And again, they were in bikinis, which I think got quite a lot of hate. 
if this was bigger women mm. showing off their bodies and doing this stuff, we'd be we'd be hailing them and yeah. saying, this is amazing, look at them go. No, it's a bit double standards, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think as much as we have to, with body image, be like, oh, you know, you don't all have to be skinny. We have to remember that so for some people, that is just their body type. Yeah, I know. I feel like quite bad sometimes for a lot of my skinny friends that will get like those horrible comments thrown at them, like put some meat on your bones yeah. or you need to eat something and everything. Like... My st- I call her my stage child. She's only like two years younger than me. She's called Georgina and I fucking love her. Like, love you, George. She's one of those, I like plucked her out of dance college and I was like, you. <laughs> You're fab. You are amazing. And she's like been with the company ever since. Like, oh, I just love her to pieces. If she's listening, George, love your work. <laughs> um, but I've never known anyone eat so much in my fucking life, right? Mm. She has a wonderful body, like everyone does, but like she's very strong. She's very fit very slender extremely slender um and she gets all those comments thrown at her and I'm like I've never seen anyone eat so much in my fucking life like literally she eats like every hour and she eats a lot of like hearty healthy foods but she gets these comments thrown at her and I'm just like fuck off like you know you just like just let people be I have that with actually both my sisters and because we are both half sisters but I've lived with one more than I've lived with the other Mm. we don't look alike in any way because they both come from the families that aren't related to me unfortunately (laughs) are have quite tall slim people in them Mm -hmm. so they have looked a lot different to me they're taller and they're slimmer and one sister in particular gets a lot of comments about like oh you're so slim oh look at you so skinny slim so so mm. and it's not even those comments of like eat some cake bitch but yeah. like it really affects her because it's like why do people think that it's okay to comment on people it's because we're so programmed to think that skinny is the goal yeah that people think it's okay I mean, some people think it's okay to go up to people and call them fat, but most people wouldn't do that yeah. that way round. But so yet they, they think it it's the really around? good to go up to someone and be like, you look so slim, look at your legs. Oh my God, you're tiny. Yeah. And then it can give people a complex. Like again, my sister eats fu- like fine. She's very healthy. She's always been fit. She's mm-hmm. just into her fitness. She has no issues, but yet people comment on them, on her body so much that then sometimes it makes her feel like, is there something wrong with me? Yeah. Or if I didn't ever change herself. from this body image, People, would that be such yeah. a bad would thing? That be an issue? It puts yeah. that in your head, doesn't it? Yeah. I think that's something I definitely had because I was a lot slimmer when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I had like no stomach. Like, and then as I've gotten older, like your body shape changes so much as you mature. And like, I've definitely got bigger boobs. I've got a little pouch. Honestly, that little pouch, what does it hold? It holds like your uterus oh, or something your like uterus, that. Oh, it's uterus, yeah. Because yeah. I look, I, you know, and again, I've said this before, I do still do this. I still have bad days. I've been on my period and I've been like, oh God, I'm very like, like bloated around the bottom of my stomach. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, because that's my uterus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't just get rid of my but uterus. Here's the thing, that little pouch holds uterus. Yeah. And like so many people try and get rid of it and want this like completely yeah. flat stomach. And you know, when you're like, that's probably not ever that possible. People, that's Some people natural, do yeah. have like a really flat stomach, don't get me wrong, but that pouch is completely like normal. Yeah. Even when I was like my slimmer, I was gonna say slimmest, which is probably the wrong thing to say, but even when I was like my most fit, like my most fit, eating very healthy, and we were used to perform quite a lot, Samba, oh my God, it's like the worst cardio in the world. <laughs> <laughs> The worst so, or the best cardio well, in the world. Depends how you look at it. <laughs> Five minutes doing Samba and you're dying. But mm-hmm. again, yeah, good for your cardio and fun. But even when I was at that stage where I was probably what my fittest in inverted commas, because I was cardiovascularly more fit than I am now, mm. I still had that pouch. Yeah. So for some people, it's just not going to go away. And why do we want it to go away? It's your bloody exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just this whole thing of comparison I think as well like I I have fights with myself which is stupid and I've had the biggest fight because you know I've been samba dancing Mm -hmm. from I think I started when I was about 19 um, up until now and I had a really big gap in between um 
And so obviously when I was like 19, 20 or whatever, I'd just left theater college. I was in the peak of my fucking fitness. I had a six pack without trying. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It was yeah. the kind of like that sort of thing. My body was completely wired differently. And um, I'd be Samba and I'd never be asked about putting that costume on, right? Mm -hmm. As I got older, like 25, 26 or whatever, I'd have anxiety about putting the costume on again. Yeah. And I would compare myself to my 19 year old self. And I was like, what are you doing? Do you know what I mean? I was like, I work out more now than I did when I was 19, but I have a bigger body aesthetic now yeah. than I did back then. I just have to try harder. Like, but this is the thing. And I was like, why am I, why am I comparing myself to 19 year old Carly? This is yeah. dumb. This is fuck. Like your body's different. You've got, different. you've probably gone from more of a girl's body to a woman's mm -hmm. body. Like your body probably like reinvents itself every yeah. few years. And I'm just like, why, why am I comparing myself to that girl? She's not there anymore. And it's like, obviously there's comparison in other ways, like social media, comparing yourself to your friends, people around you, etc., which also is damaging. But comparing yourself to what you were when you were younger, I think is like crazy, just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, because your metabolism changes. I mean, especially yeah. for me as well. I mean, post baby, like my hips are wide, your hips widen. Yeah. Like, you know, the things that are like structural bone structure mm -hmm. that no amount of dieting or fitness or whatever bullshit we're set, like sold that's gonna make, give you the perfect body. Mm -hmm is gonna change your structural, Yeah, like it's just not gonna happen. And I think that's been a big learning curve for me that I've learned to just really embrace my body because over the years you try and change it so much and you realize that actually you find your health and fitness and you find what works for you, mm -hmm. but you're never gonna be able to look like somebody you're comparing yourself to if you don't have the structurally same body. No, everyone's completely wired yeah. up differently, different genetics, different metabolisms. And it's like, just, yeah, don't compare yourself to anyone else because you're completely and utterly unique. Why would you want to look like someone? I think that's the thing as well. It's like, why do we, why are we so obsessed with looking like someone else when you could embrace everything that you are and really appreciate everything you are? Because nine times out of 10, someone actually wants to look like you. Yeah. And so it's true. like, we could just be happy within ourselves and try and like put this shit down. And I always think about this and it's, you know, it's something I try and preach a lot to my girls, like my team, because it's hard sometimes to be in the dressing rooms with those girls. Mm. And when you've had such like a movement within yourself of how you, you've kind of gotten out of this way of thinking and then you're stood around and I'm literally hearing comments like oh I wish my vagina bone didn't stick out so much because <laughs> it's making me look like I've got a belly and stuff and I was like oh, yeah are you fucking serious and, I, and they'll be like oh yeah I've got this and I've got that and I'm like you're all fucking stunning like you yeah. know it's just like <laughs> it becomes a trend a bit of a trend then doesn't it of them yeah being like, oh well this is wrong with me oh well then this is wrong with me and it's just it's difficult because you want to kind of give kindness because you know that it's coming from a place of that they've just again like we've said the whole way through like yeah. they've been programmed to think like that but then also sometimes I just want to take them and like shake them by the shoulders and be like you are great you it's like in mean girls you just need to see it <laughs> it's like in mean girls where they're all picking out things they hate about themselves and then Lindsay Lohan's just like I have really bad breath in the morning <laughs> <laughs> be more Lindsay be more Lindsay I love it yeah yes um, yes, yes. But yeah, that's the thing. It's kind of like, it's sometimes really hard to be around them and listen to that kind of shit. And my point of view is like, I have spent so many years hating on myself and holding myself back on the way that I look. I'm just done caring now. Yeah. The amount of energy and time and that I've spent on not liking what I'm like. You could have a better life if mm -hmm. you go fuck it do you know what I mean like yes I still move three four times a week I love to move yeah. yes I eat healthily because I enjoy that sort of food but I also have treats I also go weeks when I don't work out and things like that because I'm just not feeling it or whatever and I let myself off for that kind of stuff because I'm just like meh yeah life's too short and that's that's just my mentality now is I've wasted so many years already. I'm not going to waste any more caring about this shit. And don't get me wrong. Like I said, it's still a journey and I still have highs and lows, but I'm done with it now. Do you know what I mean? I'm putting it down now. <laughs> it's been too much of Good my life. On you. <laughs> Good on you. How have you, do you, how do you find like 
being within the fitness side of the fitness industry with body image have mm. you have you found a shift like at the beginning was it harder and now you feel fine or? yeah I felt like there was a certain pressure because I'm a fitness instructor to look a certain way yeah um and that I needed to be the shining example to all my clients of what you should look like which mm-hmm. is again ridiculous um and there's yeah there's definitely a pressure out there but I think it is less so now I think there is a lot more like acceptance around and like I I feel like you know I'm very much like fitness isn't a body type fitness is a lifestyle fitness is a fitness again it's like yoga fitness is individual is is individual to the individual unique to the individual one of those (laughs) (laughs) no you guys know what we mean it's unique it doesn't have a body type fitness isn't a body type you can be fit and healthy and you can be like a size 20 and you can be fit and healthy and you can be a size zero whatever like yeah it depends depends, doesn't it like and this is the thing so like i'm I'm more in that mentality and I try not let, to let it get to me too much when I'm seeing these people on Instagram that I've got like eight packs and like ridiculously shredded and they're the ones that have like millions of followers and everything. And I'm like, should I be looking like them? But and then I, I'm like, no, I no, I shouldn't. also think, and it's funny because I've been musing on this a lo- little bit the last couple of days of like, and it crosses over to everything, but especially with fitness instructors. With where I'm at with my body image, and I feel like I'm quite confident in my body and myself as Mm -hmm. a person these days, I would almost be put off by seeing that in Mm. my, and again, this is probably the wrong, you know, it's probably the wrong mindset to have, but I would see someone that was posting photos of just them in the gym with their six pack and their eight pack and 12 pack, however many packs they have Mm -hmm. out. And I would actually be put off by choosing them as my trainer because that to me, which might be completely the wrong thing to think, mm-hmm. would think, oh, they're more aesthetic based. And so if I go to them, they're maybe not going to listen to what I want. I yeah. don't want a 12 week transformation. I don't want to yeah. look like that. I don't want to kill myself off looking like that because I know I'm just not going to want to do it. Yeah. So actually someone that isn't always like that and I think that's where maybe you'll get your clients that mm-hmm. want to come to you mm-hmm. because you have the energy. And that's for me, what is more important these days with a fitness instructor is like the energy that they give off mm-hmm. and not being so aesthetic based. But if somebody is aesthetic based and that's what a client wants, then great knowing that they have the tools to do that. Yeah. But actually I'd much rather go to a fitness instructor that's going to make me feel comfortable in their class yeah. and like make it fun for me and that I don't feel judged by. Yeah, exactly. Like that's my thing. Cause like I was saying before, when I was at the old studio, that was very much aesthetically based. And then now I'm a bit more like free. Like I teach at various studios mm-hmm. now and stuff. And like, I kind of just teach in my way and I never mention aesthetic Yeah, and I'm all about the vibe, the tunes, the yeah. atmosphere, the pushing yourselves in ways to get your leg a little bit higher, lengthen it out a little bit longer, like get the form, get the technique, push yourself, go for that raised heel. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm kind of like challenge yourself in ways that you're like, I stayed in for the whole set mm-hmm. today or like I can feel myself getting stronger and I can feel myself feeling the vibe and just being fun. Like I laugh so much in my classes and stuff and like have banter with my clients and I absolutely love it. And I'm going into the PT world now, I think. I think I'm going to do my level yes. three, which will mean I'll take on one-to-ones Woo-hoo. and work with clients a little bit more closely. But I think that's always going to be my thing. Like if they come to me and I'm like, okay, what's your goal? Mm-hmm. And if they're like, I want to do trim down this and I want to lose weight and everything. And I'm, I think my view on it will be like, it's absolutely fine to have aesthetic goals, but let's, let's find some movement that you enjoy that pushes you, that challenges you in all the right ways. And I don't want you ever to come in thinking that your sole purpose is to look a certain way because we're not going to get results that way, honey. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, sister. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to be like, we need to embrace everything you are right now before we can you know work with this because it's you need we need to come at fitness in a healthy mindset you know yeah you know I think that's the point that we end on you think yeah (laughs) I love it any last words of wisdom you want to say just love yourself babe (laughs) yeah embrace your bod it's your home look after it nurture it be forgiving with it 
and we're who you are right now. Yeah. Because it isn't us. Mm-hmm. We just have been programmed to feel like it's not. There's some man making a lot of money off your insecurities, right? Oh, now. yeah. I love that quote. It's yeah. Like there's a lot of people <laughs> and businesses that profit off us feeling rubbish. Yeah. Let's all be rebels and yeah. love ourselves. Yeah. Come on, guys. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Amazing. All right, well, I think what we'll do as well is in the description, if we remember, of this podcast is we'll pop through to maybe a few charities or helplines if anyone's really yeah. struggling with body image. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always drop us an email or a oh DM yes. as well if I you want to chat to us about it. Email. We do hello at the mindbodywitches.com. <laughs> Is it come on at good at UK? I don't know. We'll, we'll leave it in the description. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know our own email. Yeah. Brilliant. But exactly. We'll link it. You can ask us anything you want and we will be more than happy to respond either on the podcast or through email, whatever you'd prefer us to do. So yeah. Amazing. All the love. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a true collective ball Famous, so, so famous, number one, this I ball Out of what I want, when I want, and how I want it Leave you with the one in the yeah, how I I got tons of soul, I'm a true collective ball Famous, so, so famous, number one, this I ball Out of what I want, when I want, and how I want it Leave you with the one in the yeah, that's how I roll I got t-shirts, bro, I don't care about no gold Better, so much better, flipping incredible Always on the show, so they know that I still got it And I never feel sorry, yeah